to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America. Today is September the 28th, 2014. If you're listening to this program right now, it is not an accident that you've tuned in. As a matter of fact, this is your moment, this is your season, and this is your time. Many of us, including yours truly, at this very moment, we're sitting asking God, give me a sign. Am I on the right track? Am I even close to being where you want me to be? Am I doing the things that you want me to do? If I am off track, how far off track am I? Can I trust this person that I've allowed in my life? Should I give someone this money? Should I give this person my heart? What about my time? Should I resign from my job and start my business? We're asking question after question and we have gone to many extents to get these questions answered. Some of you have called the psychic hotline. Others, uh, you got some chicken bones and you threw them out. Okay, sorry, that's you people that just went to churches and Popeyes today. Sorry, wrong thing. But the truth of it is, is we are trying to get a solution from a divine source for an earthly problem. Here's the issue. How can you tell when God is answering your question. Moreover, how can you tell when the answer that you just got is the answer that you need? Is it your fear speaking to you? Is it God talking to you? Have you been able to really get a bearing on the things that are challenging your life right now? Well, I'm here to give you a couple of answers. Is God real? The answer, without a doubt, unequivocally, is yes, he is very real. Can he hear your prayers? I will answer that for you, too. Yes, he can. Why is Dr. D telling you this? Because I am a guy, I'm probably the least religious person that you would ever meet or that you would ever know. And the reason why God would send someone like me to talk to you about these things at this season at this moment in your life is really a simple answer to that question. If you take a skeptic, if you take someone who would least likely believe anything religious and have that person speak into your life and tell you, you know what, this stuff is real. God really does exist, and I have proof. Well, some of you are going, Dr. D, come on, man, really? Now, now, I'm going to tell you I have proof. First, I'm not that brother that if you guys are on Facebook, and if you're not, go to D. Yvonne Young, one of my Facebook pages. When you look at this fool, got his hand down in this woman's bra holding her boob, I guess he's trying to lay hands on her. Somebody needs to slap the hell out of him. So if you're getting advice from somebody like that, that's probably part of your problem. 
I know that has absolutely nothing to do with this, but when I saw that picture, I had to put it up. But anyway, back to this. Hearing God's voice is not something that you have to bust your behind and work hard to do. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you tonight the steps that you can take to get rid of all the clutter, to understand how God speaks to you, how you can communicate more effectively with him, and the things that you need to know to distinguish God's voice from the voice of your fears, your imaginations, uh, Brother Cantaloupe and Sister Watermelon. As a matter of fact, you need to get them fruit stand people out your life real quick because they cannot help you. In other words, let me tell you this. God does not need a middleman to communicate with you. So if you have bought a bottle of prayer oil off the TV, what the hell is wrong with you? Okay, I won't even go there. If you have decided that someone told you, baby, take your shoes off and start running around the church, you might want to run from them. If someone has told you you need to fast, don't eat, child, go get you some French fries or something. That is not going to help you hear from God. What is going to help you hear from God is not going to be the fact that you fasted, not going to be the fact that you emptied out your bank account. And I'm not telling you don't give money and support ministries, especially those that are legit. And those that are legit probably are not going to send you a bottle of holy oil, okay? But I don't care if you are Buddhist. I don't care if you are Catholic. I don't care if you practice Islam, Christianity. All of that stuff is good. Do your thing. Here's what I am going to tell you. God is not religious. Second, he is not a person. So anyone that is telling you if you don't do X, you won't get Y, they are full of crap. Do not believe these people. As a matter of fact, everyone that God ever used, including yours truly, was far from perfect. If you think I'm perfect, Lord, help you, Jesus, help you. But the truth is, all of the people that he uses are people just like you, just like your neighbor, just like these people that he's put in your path that are getting on your last freaking nerve at work. Those are the people that God is using to help you come in contact with him. Now, with all of that said, let's start talking about some pen. Get your paper. Go ahead. You knew when this show started you were going to need a pen and paper, especially if your life is real jacked up, child. You need to be writing everything or at least close to everything down that you're going to hear tonight. I want you to hear this. Your prayers are being answered. The proof that God is answering your prayer is you're listening to this show right now. You don't have that much sense. I guarantee you, I know I sure don't because I'm going to listen to the archive of this show probably the minute it goes off. I can just hear my friend Michelle saying, you need to listen to your own show. (laughs) Hey, I do. I'm not going to kid you. Sometimes I'm feeling just like you're feeling. I feel many days that, God, if you are really for me, why did these people, why did you let People that I tried to help hurt me. God, if you're really for me, why'd you let my child die? Why'd you let my mother die? Why'd you let my father die? Why did you, when I was at my best, have the worst thing happen in my life? Why can't I get a break? 
why is it that I didn't do anything but go to work, bust my butt, and try my best to do what I'm gifted to do, and someone else took credit for it, and then they fired me. Why? Why is it that you tell me to start a business that seems like it's not going to work? Why would you allow someone who I trusted for years to sleep with the person that I love? Well, I'm here to tell you, I know you don't want to hear it, but all of that is working for your good. Now, the first thing is this. I want to give you some ways that even in the midst of a messy storm that you can confirm when you're hearing God's voice. People, I I want to confess, I didn't believe in none of the stuff I'm telling you right now. None of it. Not any of it. But I got good news for you. If I can sit before you right now and tell you that God is listening, and if I can sit right now and tell you that it's going to be all right, know that I am telling you the truth. Now, let's let's get started. I want you to think about this. Do you know any crazy folk other than yourself? Of course you do. We we I'm if you don't you may not know me, but I'm a little twisted too. So if the rest of you won't volunteer and admit how crazy you are, I'll just claim mine. I can be as silly as a bumblebee in a beer bottle. I don't know where I just got that from, but okay. But here's the first thing. In order for you to hear from God, you have to first position yourself to hear from him. And the question is, how do we do that? How do I position myself? To hear from God. The first thing that you need to do is stop tripping. That's right. I know you like, huh? What do you mean tripping? I'm not high. Nobody said you was high. What I mean by this is you have to develop a personal relationship with God other than God, Santa Claus, God, Easter Bunny, God, the genie. In other words, you can't keep trying to pimp your relationship with your creator. You can't keep just, when, when stuff is bad, your butt just got locked up again. Now you itching because you didn't have sex with somebody that's nasty. Okay, I hope you're not itching, but you get my point. You cannot keep coming to God under circumstances that are filled with angst and duress and that are stressing you the blank out, and expect that to be a relationship. That's not a relationship, folks. That's called pimping, and you using God for a trick. And, yes, I just said that you religious people sit down somewhere, because I, I can just hear somebody now. I don't believe Dr. Young to call the Lord a trick. No, fool, I'm calling you a fool for treating God like a trick. That is not a relationship. That's called pimping. A relationship requires some give and some take. God wants to give you the desire of your heart, but you can't keep taking him for granted. What you have to take in is the ownership that you are already complete. Some of us, the reason why we can't hear from God is because we don't think we deserve to. 
You didn't let Big Mama and Ain't and them tell you that you ain't no good, you ain't blank, and you'll never be blank. That is not true. Big Mama and Ain't and them are crazy. I mean, look at her. Look at Chaney. You see that wig that she had on on that picture? That ought to tell you right there this woman ain't thinking straight. Who ever heard of a waterproof? Never mind. But the point I'm making is that when you decide that you deserve the things that you want from God, that's going to be the first step in their manifestation. Now, how can we confirm that God is really listening to us? How can we? Well, there's some things that we can do, and I'm going to give them to you. Here's number one. Accept the fact that God really does love you because he does. I don't care how many times you screwed up. And for some of you perfect people, hey, never screwed up. You're a lie. You're a lie. You're sitting up judging people. That's just as bad as going in and having an affair with somebody. That's just as bad as stealing from somebody. That's just as bad as killing somebody. You're, if words could kill, you'd be the murdered how many people? The second thing how do you develop a good relationship without dialogue? You have to. You have to talk to God. How else could you get to know him? And it can't be all talking from you. As a matter of fact, you need to listen to God. Why do you think you have two ears and one mouth? Because you should listen twice as much as you talk. And in this relationship, God is speaking to you. He wants you to be fulfilled. He wants you to be blessed and successful. And he has a plan for your life. And, and I'm going to give you some stuff. And, and again, y'all know I'm not religious, so this is not uh, Dr. Deaton lost his mind and, and ordered a bottle of holy oil out the TV from Pastor Dual Diddle. No, I did not do that. I am not tripping. But I'm going to tell you this. There is, in God's word, he says, you know, for I know the thoughts that I have toward you, thoughts of peace and not evil and to give you a future of hope. And if you think about this, from the dawn of mankind, and I, you, you may or may not believe in Adam and Eve. That's, that's, you know, even if Adam and Eve is just a representation, think about God wants to relate to you as much as you desire to relate to him. You can hear God's voice. And even in God's word, he said, you know what? My people will hear my voice. And I know them, and they'll follow me. Meaning what he's telling you is that if you can quit asking everybody else what you should do and ask him, you will probably get a whole lot further faster. But see, here's your problem. You first have to quit calling upon people and call upon God and then pray. And I'm going to break this down real good tonight because – um, I didn't even plan to do this show, and I was sitting in meditation, which, you know, I keep telling you guys, meditate, and somebody goes, man, how you do that? Simple. You sit, uh, if you go to YouTube and type in Tibetan meditation music or something like that, uh, you can just sit in quiet, focus on your breathing, 
and you're going to have thoughts, let them come, let them go. But meditation, for those of you that don't know any better, is the highest form of prayer, okay? Now, when you meditate, what you must do is nothing. That's right. You, there is no, you got to sit a certain way. It's preferable that you sit up. Why? Because your butt may go to sleep. That's why. You don't need to be in some lotus position because half of y'all, if you like me, you fold your legs, you're going to need somebody to help a little kid to come unfold them or something. So don't even try none of that. You don't need to sit there with your palms facing up or facing down, rolling your eyes in the back of your head. If you see somebody do that, they're not praying. They're probably having a seizure. Call an ambulance. But if you're praying, and when I say praying, I mean meditating, you need to get in a place without light. Because the pineal gland works off of light. If you cut it open, it has rods and cones in it. And any of you that know about biology, you know rods and cones are found in the eye. That's how you distinguish shapes and colors and what have you. So why, if the pineal gland is not an eyeball, would it have cones and rods in it? Real simple. You've heard of chakras and you've heard of the third eye. And all of this stuff, it is true. It is not a bunch of hocus-pocus mumbo-jumbo. It is actually true. The pineal gland is associated with the third eye. Now, some of you all are so religious that you're going, oh, Lord, here he goes. Sit your butt down and listen to this. You're the main one need to hear this. And the top of your head is the crown chakra. And that is where the impartation of the Holy Spirit transcends itself to reach in, through, and around you. The third eye allows you to see things as God sees them, hear things as God hears them. So it is not some mumbo-jumbo. Stuff is real. I have a master's degree in metaphysics, so for those of you that need me to be so suchy much and tell you that, cool. I've got the credentials to tell you what I'm talking about. But beyond that, I don't care if you got a GED or a PhD, if you are willing to get information, get it. Because it says in the word, in all you're getting, get an understanding, and people perish for a lack of what? Knowledge. Tonight, you're getting the knowledge. Next step. Understand that Western culture is about as jacked up as any culture can get. We created ratchet. We created a side piece. We created freaks. All of this stuff, actually, I'm lying. We did not. That stuff has been around since the dawn of time. But the truth of it is we've taken it to a whole new level. In order to get off that level, you must separate yourself. So if you're writing this down, the two things that I just told you you should write down is look up what chakras are, understand that meditation is the highest form of prayer, and the third thing is separate yourself. I didn't say go and become a hermit. What I am telling you is when you talk to God, you don't need people around. If you look back in the Word, and check it out now, I don't care if you're reading the Quran, the Ching, it doesn't matter if you're reading the Bible, every man that God talked to or woman because the, the Western Bible is so sexist that they left out women, because if you believe there are only 66 books, look up Constantine. That fool threw away probably half the Bible, if not more. 
And those Bibles were like the Book of Mary and books that were written by women that did not get included. Okay, so it's more to it than just the Book of Ruth, ladies. Take your rightful place, sisters. I'm standing up for you, and everything I'm telling you is the truth. We must separate ourselves. Let me tell you what Dr. D did this year that was stupid. I told people my visions and my dreams, and what did I do that for? I have a, one of my, and if he, I know he, if he's listening to the show, he's sitting up laughing right now. He made a comment to me earlier this week. He said, stop sharing what God is doing with you with some of these people. Now, I know I'm talking to right now millions of people, and I know that if you're listening to this show right now, it is not an accident that you're here. So I can share this with you because God is using me to make mistakes so you don't have to. At least that's my excuse for making them, and it sounded really good. may not be the truth. But learn from my stuff. You don't need to make the mistakes I've made if I've made them for you. You don't need to go through the things I've gone through if I've gone through them for you. You don't need to be betrayed and hurt, lied about, talked about like I have because I've done it for you. Yeah, you still did it anyway. I already know. But the point is, there is beauty in your and my ashes. After you separate yourself, you remember I said the pineal gland is, it opens up that third eye and it's a transcending point from where the impartation of the Holy Spirit lets it come down in that crown chakra. You remember I said that? That's why you need to be in a dark place. And I don't mean dark like hanging around with some Negroes. I mean dark as in your closet. I literally mean your closet. Now, some of y'all got so much junk in your closet. If you go in there, we're probably going to have to, you know, send miners in to get you. So if you can't do that, find a room or a place that is quiet and does not have direct light and cut off the television set. You can't be listening to Maury, that's the baby daddy, while you're trying to talk to God. It doesn't, those two things don't go together. Maury knows who the baby daddy is, so just cut the TV off. Cut the lights out. Go into this place and just be quiet. The word tells you be still and know that I am God. The next thing is there's an order that has to come into your life. The first part of this order is you have to humble yourself. Stop trying to figure it all out. Now, that one I need to sit wherever you are right now next to you and listen to me and say he's saying some good stuff. But the truth is you have to stop and humble yourself. One of the favorite things that I've heard in God's word is, if my people, that's me and you folks, who are called by my name, whatever you call God, Allah, Yahweh, Buddha, Jesus, Yeshua, God is not limited to the name that you know. So if you're one of these religious nuts and you think that, oh, Lord, see, he didn't say Jesus. Look, dummy, Jesus is what we profess those of us that are Christians, don't condemn and don't judge your other brothers and sisters because they refer to God as Allah, a Buddha, a Yeshua, because to be honest with you folks, Jesus was not Jesus' real name. His name was Yeshua. There were no vowels. 
Okay? Duh. Listen to me. That's Look it up. The next thing that I'm going to tell you is humble yourself. What that means is thinking you all that. Stop thinking and judging other people. And, and here's what I mean by judgment. You want God to help you, but you can't forgive other folks. You want God to bless you with resources, but you hounding somebody that owes you five and ten, even a thousand or a couple of thousand dollars. All of that does not belong to you anyway. And if you were in a position to give someone money that you could spare, dummy, be grateful that God has blessed you. Be grateful. Don't be sitting up being scornful. Well, where my money? You shouldn't have been selling weed. No way. Let that $20 go. You paid for your girl to get her hair done. She needed it done. And to be honest, you need to get them tracks in your head tightened up too. Quit doing that. Quit making fun of people that have less than you. Quit talking about people because they're not your race. They're not your gender. Their sexual preference is different than yours. Humble yourself. And it says, if my people, that's us, who are called by my name, that's me and you, that's calling God by his name, would humble themselves. That's all of us because you know each one of us has got some throat. I mean, I swear, right now I can think about four or five people that if I could just slap, never mind. But you, you get my point. And then the next thing, it says, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. In other words, stop trying to solve it yourself. You can't. And you can't solve it by scheming. Sisters, that dude that y'all call around the 25th, the 22nd, you know, or you call him around the 10th, the 11th, and you quit messing with him about the 3rd and around the 17th, you know who I'm talking about, that 1st and 15th man, the one that you only call when you need some groceries or pookie, need some more cereal? Come on. You can't keep doing that and then have a audacity to ask God to help you? Are you serious? <laughs> like my home girl says in the commercial, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. And then after you do that and leave your game out the game, it says, I will hear from heaven. Now, isn't that something? God says he will hear from heaven, it, but God doesn't have any ears. I noticed some of you guys, you think God is Mr. Potato Head. He's not. God does not have hands, nor feet, nor ears. And if you believe that, you and I need to have a long, long, long talk. God is an omniscient, omnipotent, all-knowing form of light. He is a being of light. That's why he said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am life, I am the light. And then it says God will heal their land, meaning whatever's going wrong in your territory. So I'm going to repeat this again. If you want to uh, look this up, it's Second Chronicles in the Christian Bible, 714. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked, I need to slash crazy ways. That's not in there. That's me. 
then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. See, the reason a lot of you aren't hearing from God right now is because you haven't put yourself in the position to. You know, think about this. If I call you on the phone and I say, it's me, and you go, hey, what's up? What does that infer? Real simple. What that infers is that I talk to you all the time because you recognize my voice. The reason why some of you can't recognize God's voice, you don't ever talk to him. And when you do, you do all the talking. And God, please bless me so that I can hit when I go to the casino this weekend. And, Lord, help me to find these shoes on sale. And please, God, give me a parking space. And, Lord, hurry up and make him leave her because his wife don't love him the way I do. I mean, listen to this mess that y'all are praying. And you are one, and God is sitting up going, I know this fool didn't just ask me that. Okay, maybe God's not sitting there doing that, but I'm quite sure some angel on his behalf is going, did that fool just ask him that? You know, don't, that's not going to work. You can't ask God to bless your mess. Now, here's step number four, or in the words of the woman from my daddy's church, number D. Okay, I know, I'm wearing her out. But if you could have just seen this woman, she smelled like mothballs. Never mind. All right. So the first thing, seek wisdom. Read the word, whatever your version of it is. If you're a Christian like me, read the Bible. I'm going to tell you like this. Read everything. I read everything. I read the teachings of Lao Tzu. I read the Ching. I read the Quran. I read the Bible. Because the more that you know about how God speaks to different groups of people, the better you will relate to different groups of people. And if you're not living in a cave and you're not some bigot living up in Appalachian, I hope somebody's not in Appalachia. They're going, oh, hell, didn't he just talk about Appalachia? Look, I'm sorry, dude, okay? Uh, But the truth is, if you are living out in the forest somewhere, Sooner or later, you're going to have to come in and to borrow a word that you would hear in Texas, to the stove. What's that? Where did we get stove? S-T-O is the store. But when you, you're going to have to deal with people who are different than you. Sooner or later, you're going to have to deal more than likely with someone you probably don't even like. You're going to have to go outside your race. You're going to have to go outside your nationality. So study God's word time you can get your hands on it. Read your Bible, and don't read just one version. You know what's funny about it, and, and bear with me, all my friends in the Middle East and my friends in other countries. I'm speaking to these people that are in the West right now. Don't just read the King James ver- version of the Bible, and you can't interpret Anglican English. You heard me? How could you? You're not Anglican. How would you understand what that even means? Read as much as you can and get it where it makes sense to you. Get to know God. Take the time to listen to what he has to say. And if you are reading a Bible that makes sense to you, go and read the lost books. There's a lot of content there. Stop and make sure you understand it. Next thing, you believed in everything else. 
some of you right now are walking around with a lampshade screw that your uncle told you was a good luck charm. Others of you, you're walking around with something that some shamanistic fool gave you, like a rabbit's foot or a chicken foot. Hell, it's a one-legged chicken out here that's an amputee. How was that good luck? What about the rabbit? How was that good luck for him? You got a rabbit now that's, you know, he's crippled. He's got a prosthetic. Okay, the rabbit's probably not got a prosthetic. He's probably in somebody's stomach. But you get my drift, right? Put your faith in your creator. Trust the Holy Spirit. Allow God to walk with you and talk to you. Now, here's here's the next thing. You fell in love with Big Junior, Haney's sister. You you fell in love with some weed, some wine, some shoes. Some of you even have some lucky draws. If they were all that lucky, why they got holes in them? Never mind. But the truth of it is, why don't you just try what the Word told you to do, and that's to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. See, a good love relationship goes both ways. Quit lying to yourself as well as other people. How do you expect for God to treat you better than you treat other people? How can you really hear from God when he's not talking to you? Because, see, dig this. He said, you know, before you come giving me all these offerings and you know, you're worse than a rapper at the Source Awards. You know, first I want to thank thank God, and your record is called Twerk It, Twerk It, Pop Your Booty, Pop Your, you know what, baby. Those two things just really don't go together. You know, God, I got shot in my chest, had on my best. I mean, really? that Those two things don't go together. Seriously, they really don't. You have to have what's coming out your mouth. Reflect what's in your heart. I have a friend, Cynthia Carter. This this, this sister is so cool. She, she made a comment to me, you know, because people will say, Dr. D, how did you say go to hell and Jesus in the same sentence? And I'm like, well, you know, those two things fairly do work out they, for me anyway. But she was right when she said, think about some people can't get past what you said. And the truth is, I don't really care if you get past what I said, but God cares. So even though Dr. D really does not care if you got past it, God does care how I represent stuff to you from him. And I have to stop and think. And now, does that mean that y'all are going to hear me start being something I'm not? We already know the answer to that is H to the N, right? But the truth is, she was right. And part of me loving you is making an effort to try to come to you in a way that lets you know that I care about how you feel. Are you doing that? Are you caring about other how other people feel so that every time you call them, you ain't asking them for something? See, there are different ways you can curse at people. It doesn't always have to do with profanity. You know, sometimes... You could just stop flirting with with dude's wife or with her husband. Sometimes you could just walk away and say, you know what, I'm going to respect your thing as long as you just respect mine too. Sometimes that means 
you don't have to slap the taste out of somebody's mouth. You can just kind of sit there in your mind and punch them. No, I'm just kidding. But you can just sit back and say, you know what, I don't need to have the last word right now. If you know somebody's wrong, that's enough. Loving people the way you love yourself is the second greatest commandment. The first one is to love God. And those two commandments, no matter what your belief system is, are consistent through all religions, through all of the ways that God has communicated with mankind. Stop killing people's dreams. Stop killing their hopes. Stop. You don't know how many. I'm going to tell you this. Colonel Sanders, for all you chicken-eating people, the man was not successful until he hit in his 50s. So all the people that made fun of him while he was 20, 30, 40, 50, your mama got a bucket of his chicken right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All of the people that made fun of your boy Dave with Wendy's, with the guys from McDonald's, all of the people that told, you know, Bill Gates, you know, you, you need to finish your education. That's crazy. Steve Jobs. All of these people. James Brown's mother told him he would never be you-know-what. All of these folks. And don't get mad at these people that quit on you because they weren't supposed to be part of it no way. Be glad God got rid of their butts for you because if they stuck around, they would have derailed everything you had. Now, I'm I'm going to how you hear from God, but the deal is you can't hear from God till you get the wax out your ears, right? So this is the wax, and we're going to get this out. Are you leaving? my? You know, it's so funny. My producers are like, you need to go to break. I got an idea, folks. I love y'all. We're not going to break tonight. We're going to teach. Sorry about that, audience. But the truth of it is, what are you doing with the fruit that God gave you? Are you a great cook, but you don't want to take your arrogant butt to culinary school? Are you very good at drawing and at art and programming, but you don't want to go and enroll in the junior college or the four-year school or even the art institute to perfect your gift? Are you a potential filmmaker or writer? Are you a publicist to, for it to happen and you just won't go get some business cards made? And But you at every event, you know, you, you know, you got all these pictures. What are you doing with this gift God gave you? Are you letting someone else tell you who you are and who you are not? You done married some man that he doesn't want you to go back to school. Let me tell you something, child. That ain't the husband that God sent you. That's that fool you married. That woman you have. She can't appreciate the fact that you're a decent guy. You may not be driving a Benz or a Bentley yet, but it's okay. You can start on a hot prize and work your way to the front counter, back to the manager's office. See, whatever it is, your gift will make room for you, but here's the catch with that one. How can your gift make room for you if you're blocking other people? If every time you look up, 
someone asked you, would you give me a reference, and you didn't even do it. You, your boy is running for mayor, running for city council. Yeah, while you're at the bar looking good in front of your boys, you buying drinks, but you won't even vote for them. You won't even get out and campaign. And then when they don't win, you go, I told you so. You Don't do that. You're the reason they didn't win. Had you just been out there, that, that 10 extra votes would have made a difference. But, no, you, you're so busy trying to look good in front of people that can't help you, you won't help those who can help you. See, you can't hear from God with wax in your ears. You can't hear from God when you're sitting up lying on folks, judging people, spreading rumors about people. And, you know, some of y'all are just so cool because you don't talk about anybody, not verbally, but just in your own head. You are just as, you're just as dark as the bottom of a pit. How can you hear from God? Well, the next step, I told you that if you meditate, I told you that if you humble yourself, I told you that if you stop being a hater and stop judging and mistreating people, well, what's the next What's the next step, Doc? I'm glad you asked. Ask God to forgive you. And even beyond that, some of y'all will do that. Lord, forgive me. I didn't mean to spend my last $10 on these two blunts. Okay, cool. I get it. What about the people like the chick's purse you took the $10 out of? How about paying some of your debts back? And if you can't pay people back, that's okay. Actually, it's not. But it is. But just tell them. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I can't pay you back right now. But every time I think about you, what I owe you is on my mind. For all you know, the person may just forgive the debt, which is what they should do anyway. And that's and if someone owes you, that's what you should do. Repent to God and to people. It's okay to say I'm sorry. I do it on a routine basis because I'm just screwed up. <laughs> you know, I ain't going to lie. I will say or do something to people sometimes, and I'll stop and call them back and be like, you know what? I just call you one stupid, okay, I didn't call him that. I just said whatever, and I'm sorry I did that. That was not right. I was feeling some kind of way. And you know what's really funny? Some of the people that I have apologized to the most have blessed me the most in my life. And others, well, it didn't work out quite that way. But at least I did it. did what I was supposed to do. Whether they accept my apology didn't matter. So if people don't accept yours, that doesn't matter. But just you do it. And then here's the next step in hearing from God. You got to be thankful. How can you expect God to give you more if you don't appreciate what you already have? You know, I met a lady, beautiful lady, and she and I were talking but she has two issues. She can't for, she can't move stop living in the past. And when we were talking, she made some commentary to me about you know, well I don't date you know, I was talking well, I'm not even gonna say one person, I'm just gonna say several. I've heard sisters say, I'm not gonna date a black man. I've heard other women that aren't black say, I'll only date black men. Why don't you date a decent man? And if he happens to be black, white, whatever, short, tall, 
quit thinking and limiting how God is trying to work with you. His ways are not your ways, and his thoughts are not your thoughts. Like the heavens are above the earth, God's ways to your ways and his thoughts to your thoughts. Don't limit how God will work. Now, let me, let's, let's take this thing a step deeper. I'm going to tell you right now how to hear from God, okay? The first thing, take the time to pray. Take the time to, to set aside time. Don't pray while you, let me take a bite out of my sandwich and Lord, and amen, and you drink some drink. No, you need to set aside time. If you want God to make you and what you need in life a priority, doesn't it make sense that you make him a priority? Duh. Find a place. I do it sitting at my dinner table. I do it when I'm walking around the various parks and when I'm in a Y. I go to living stones and go out to the beach and pray at night. Wherever I am, I find a place to sit and talk to God. Even when I'm in flight. So those of you who have seen me in a flight, no, I wasn't asleep. I was meditating. No, probably both. But find a good spot. Next thing, some of you think your prayers are the words that you're saying. And Lord, la, 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 la. Oh, no. Let me tell you something. The words have little, if anything, to do with your prayer. And like I keep telling you, the highest form of prayer is meditation, right? So when you get quiet, go to a place where you feel what it is that you're wanting from God, where you really feel it, where you sit and you visualize. So let's try that right now. I want you to sit, close your eyes, unless somebody's about to steal your purse. If your crackhead cousin is over there, pull your purse right next to you and zip it. Okay, good. Close your eyes and just feel what it feels like to have what your heart's desire is. For some of you, it will just be your health back. For others, your prayers, and even for yourself, you want your child to get well. For others, you want to be able to pay your bills on time. For others, you just want a car so you can take your kids to school. And visualize whatever it is, whatever it is. Some of you want to stop your hairline from receding. No, I'm just kidding. But whatever it is you want from God, visualize it. And don't ask for foolish stuff. Don't be visualizing that you just hit on a scratch off or that you went to the casino and you won. No, some serious. And once you visualize your desire, just look at the because. So right now, just whatever it is, visualize it. And because what you're visualizing comes to pass, when it comes to pass, how does it make you feel? And how does it bless those that are near and dear to you 
and even those you don't know. See, that's really how prayer, how you pray. So now for the words. I explained to you guys a couple of weeks ago about my boy over in Tibet, and he asked an abbot. He said, when I see you pray in the abbot, laugh. He said, you cannot see a prayer. And if you understand the word him, it comes from the uh, word Haim, which is Hyman, which was uh, something that used to walk the earth centuries ago called a virgin anyway. But when before a woman has sex, that's supposed to be a sacred and holy place, and we sing a hymn to break through to God, just like we break a hymen to break through to the sacred and pureness of a virgin, right? So you can break through. You don't need nobody to break through on your behalf. You can do it. And just what is your heart's desire? Because and feel the feelings. You read in the word, call those things that are not as though they are. I'm going to tell you, don't call them. Feel, visualize those things that are not as though they are. And you don't have, it's not your job to figure out how it is going to be manifested. Let God and the Holy Spirit do that part. And after you do that, Get up and just walk away. You don't have to keep going, hey, God, you know, yesterday I talked to you about the car, right? And I'm telling you, I am so guilty of what I'm telling you right now because I will just keep lamenting on stuff. And God will be like, look, do you, if you believe me, why do you keep asking? And I'm such a hypocrite because somebody will say something to me, I'll be the first person to tell you, didn't you just ask me that? Didn't I just answer you? And I'm de- and that you know I'm being convicted right now, ain't I? But I'm sure you probably do it too. Learn daily, and if you want to write this down, write this down to relax your mind. Be sure about what you want, and don't doubt that it's coming. The minute that you think these things, you know the word says, "I answered the prayer while you were yet praying." It says, take no thought for tomorrow, for by taking thought can a man add a foot and a half to his height. That is so true. But if you are not clear, how can the Holy Spirit get a clear frequency and send you what you want? It says in the word, a double-minded man gets nothing from God. So be sure that you believe what you're asking for. And you believe it beyond your greedy little I needs and wants. You can't. If I'm just, I'm gonna act like you're a child, because some of you, some of us are childish. But let's play like you want a Nintendo. And please, God, I hope if you are over 35, you do not want a Nintendo. But unless it's for a child, but let's play like that's what you wanted. See yourself sitting down, playing with it, and enjoying yourself. See you sharing it with other people. That's an example. After this, if you're still feeling dowdy and antsy, which we all do, get a pen and paper and write down a thank you note. God, I am so happy and grateful now that whatever your that was, that you blessed me 
with the car I asked you for. I am so happy and great. And, and don't be writing down negative stuff. And God, thank you for the car because I'm tired of this fool. I got to ride to work with it every day. Don't write it like that. Just, I am happy and grateful now that you blessed me with blank because in the having of it, I can be a blessing to myself and to others. And just sit there and feel it. Just sit there and imagine it happening. Be Show your gratitude and know that it's going to work. You know, last week I put on Facebook, I said, you know, dear family, talking to my Facebook family, pray for me. I got some big stuff in the oven. And this week, y'all's prayers got me through. I'm serious. I still, and I said, you know, for the next 10 days, I got a couple of big, big things to cook. And y'all keep praying for me. As a matter of fact, do this right now. If you are logged on by computer, hit the follow button for this program because we're negotiating with some networks and what have you, and all of this data counts now. So you know how it says, see the vision, write it down, and make it plain? You guys help make it plain to these networks. So just hit that follow thing. The other thing, and this is really major, major right here, Start hoping for other people that which they desire. So if you have a neighbor or a friend that wants to get back to college or is going to school, take one day and and get up a little early and drop them off. Just say, you know what, I can't do this. And tell them, I can't do this every day, boo. Gas is $3.40 a gallon, okay? But I just want one day a month. You don't even have to say a week, one day a month. I want to help you get to the campus. You, you'd be surprised. <laughs> the day they riding with you may be the day they didn't even feel like going. Pray for other people the things that they want, and God will quickly and effective and efficiently give you the desires of your heart. Next thing, spread a good spirit in the room when you walk in. Stop walking in the room looking like somebody done bit off your sandwich. Go in there wherever you go. And I'm not saying be fake with it either because you ain't fooling nobody. But sincerely ask people, how are you today? And take the time to listen. You know, one day I just was feeling some kind of way, and and people were, hey, how you doing? And I'd be like, I just had breakfast with the devil, and I'm on my way to hell for lunch. And they'd be like, okay, have a good day. This fool wasn't even listening to me. Don't be that person. Take the time to care about people. Try to love them the way you want to be loved. Help other people to be that which they've never been and to do that which they've never done. Isn't that what you want? Don't you want people to love you and to love you in such a way that It just transcends your day. Don't you want to be the person that people are glad to see coming because you have something good to bring? Celebrate for other people when they succeed at the smallest of things. It may be, you know, I'm going to tell you something. When I was at U of H in pre-med, I, you know, mother's dead, no family, and there were these dudes on the block, and I ain't going to lie. What was I doing? I was going over there to go smoke a joint. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. And I would go over there, and it'd be so funny. I'd get over there, 
And these bombs, I mean, you know, they were people, but I'm just telling it like it is. You know, brothers out there smelling like uh, marijuana and alcohol. And they'd be like, hey, they call me college. They'd be like, hey, college, so how'd you do on your test? And, you know, half the time these guys wouldn't even know I had taken a test. And I would say, man, I just made an A. And I got to a point like a little kid. I'm a grown man, but I would bring my test in short to these cats. And they'd be like, that's my boy. When you get to be a doctor, man, you know, I want you to help me. And I, and to this very day, some of those men, one of them died when I went to check on him. And I cried like a baby. That man had touched my life because I needed somebody to care how I did on a test because I didn't have nobody that cared. So I'm telling you, yes, you. It's no accident you're listening to this show right now. You can be the person to someone else that that man was to me. You can encourage somebody by just caring how they did on their test. You can love somebody by just showing them, you know what? I'm not having such a good day today, but I'm so glad that you are. You can leave a tip. I always try. My dad waited on people all his life. Everywhere I eat, I try to leave a 20, 25% tip. And it's not because I'm trying to ball, but I just figure maybe if I bless this person's life and the karma, I'll get my life blessed. Maybe if I put in a good word for someone, someone will put in a good word for me. Maybe if I just stand by someone while they're having the worst doggone day of the year, and I love them the way I want someone to love and stand by me when I'm having a day. Somebody will be there and love me the way I love this person. I want you to know that you have power. You are more powerful than you know. And and here and and, and here's the next season. Oh, uh, let me hang on. I want you guys. We're gonna go past the time tonight maybe five or ten minutes. So I'm talking to my uh, producers, folks. Bear with us. But I want you to hear this. God talks to you sometimes in your sleep. I'm talking to someone right now. You've been waking up every night around three or four in the morning, sometimes from having nightmares. Well, let me comfort you real quick. Those nightmares aren't because impending doom is lurking around you. What God is showing you is that it doesn't have to turn out that way. If you would just right now change the way you've been acting, stop drinking and driving, stop smoking those cigarettes, stop doing betraying your friend and care about someone other than yourself. But every morning the Lord wakes you up between 3 and 4 in the morning. So instead of just getting up in the bed, tripping and rolling a joint or something or whatever, get up and go downstairs or go in the other room. Leave the lights out. Ain't no booger man going to get you, I promise. And leave the lights out and meditate. Just 15 to 20 minutes. Just I like I told you, go to YouTube and type in Tibetan meditation and they will have these Tibetan bowls and chimes. There is no talking. And just listen to that for about 50 or send me a Facebook email and I'll uh, send you 
uh, a link for it. Oh, God, I don't know why I just did that. Now I'm fixing to have 200,000 emails. But um, I'll just put it up, a link on my page or something if I get enough from you guys, okay? But do that. Or if you don't want to get out to bed and you are scared the booger man going to get you, you need to quit smoking and drinking before you go to sleep. But just get out, get out your bed and get on your knees. And just thank God for everything that's going right. Thank him for your health, that your children are alive, uh, your friends are alive. Even if you lost a child or a mother or a father or a husband or a wife, thank God that you had them long as you did. If you just got a divorce, if you just broke up, thank God for moving that out your life so the right person can come and and just be quiet after you thank him. Just shut your mouth. Stop talking while you pray. Second thing, God will speak to you through people. Sometimes it's it's your own children. I know the other day I was walking in the park, and I God was showing me, see how much time you waste sitting in that house. You know, I, I live in a beautiful three three thousand and some foot home, very nice neighborhood, and. You know, while I was going through what I shared with you guys, that little season the last few weeks, you know, all that craziness, I was sitting here and meditating, praying. God was like, okay, now come talk to me outside. So I'm telling you, tomorrow, or for those of you in the Middle East this morning, right now it's morning in the Middle East, uh, in England, it'll be morning in a few hours. You guys get up. If you don't have to go to work or when you get off work or even while you're at work, sit outside and look at how beautiful it is out there. Listen to the birds sing. Listen to the sound of the traffic. Look at people walking and holding hands. Look at the smile on the face of a little child because that's God talking to you. You remember, you? I told you I was going to tell you how to hear his voice. And sometimes God's voice ain't going to be, hello, this is God. And if you hear that, you've been drinking that and smoking way, way, way too much. But the truth of it is, he is going to speak to you through people by simply letting them appear before you. Look at the bum that's happy and waving at everybody. Sure, he wants a dollar. And I don't know, why do they come try to do your windshield with that dirty water? And and one dude didn't even have a squeegee. I mean, I'm just like, never mind. Okay. But the the thing is, look at the happiness on people that have so much less than you. And if they can be happy, why can't you? That's God talking to you through people. Some of you are in circumstances right now that are as jacked up as, I swear, it's, it's almost like having your, your obese auntie that loves you and she's sitting, she's got her arm on your hand or your feet, and she can't feel it because it's so much padding. But you are sitting there watching your pole fingers turn purple. And you want to tell her, if you don't get your, please get off my hand. And they looking at you, and you're trying to look like you ain't about to lose all your circulation. Okay, that's not a good example. <laughs> but the point I'm making is learn in the worst of circumstances to find the beauty in the ashes. Sure, that person you work for is a piece of work. Maybe God is using you to stand up for all the people that they've run over in the past. So 
So stand and stand firm. But you don't have to cuss them out, even though you want to. You don't have to go and, uh, you know, go in the office and pass gas and close the door and walk out. That's nasty, ain't it? Uh, but you don't have to do anything wrong in order to stand up for what's right. Some of you are in situations just because life happened. Nobody wanted to lay you off. The company just wasn't making any more money. But that was God's way of putting you into a new job where you can have your independence and your self-esteem. And if you just got that job, be grateful. Be very grateful. Some of you, you heard about whether your lights will be on off. But if you would humble yourself, and don't call Mr. Person 15th, and don't call that woman you sleep with when you need something, this time just say, Lord, give me grace. And call the electric company and just tell them, you know, I'm going to pay you. And I know I told you that last month, too, and I I need some grace. And you'd be surprised what will happen. People, favor is not fair. See, your circumstances can be the evidence that God is in your life, and he's trying to show you my grace is sufficient. God's grace goes a whole lot further than money will ever go. God's favor goes a whole lot further than money will ever go. Quit trying to scheme your way into a blessing and just perfect your way and perfect your gift, and the blessing will come to you. You know, I have, this, I have a client that I'll be so glad when he gets this app out where it's just an app that sends people a message to say, I'm thinking about you. Until his app comes out and when it does, I'm going to tell America about it and tell the world about it. But in the meantime, how much time would it take for you to give send a text message to the technology, you know, those who are technology astute, but for the people that don't like text messages like grandmother, mother, father, maybe a daughter or a son or a cousin or a friend, take two or three minutes to say, I can't talk long because your butt is long-winded. No, I'm just kidding. Where you can say, I can't talk long, but if you'd be so kind, I would like to tell you I'm thinking about you. I just want to tell you that I love you, and it's good to hear your voice. Take some time to realize that sometimes God will speak to you through things. That's right, things. You will see an object that belonged to your father or mother, like their Bible or their Torah or their Quran. That's God's way of telling you what they put in you is not in vain. It's still there. I'm still here. Sometimes it'll be a picture of an old friend that passed on and God's telling you, I left you here for a reason. They're gone. They, they're not getting to see their children grow up the way you are. They, you know, they're doing, they, they, they had cancer. And you may not be in perfect health, but your health is better than theirs because they're dead. You're still here. So God will use things to speak to you. And then in places, sometimes just the mere fact that we are in a certain place, the fact that you are at the airport, stop being mad because somebody didn't get their shoes off and their computer out fast enough. Be grateful that you've been given the ability 
to live a dream. For some of you, it may be a nightmare on the surface, but at least you could catch a plane and make it to your mama's funeral, or you could catch a plane and go visit a loved one, or have a, or God forbid, what does a vacation feel like? I haven't had one of those, geez. But you could, especially those of you that are taking cruises and vacations, slow down, slow your roll. Sometimes just being at church and you look around and you're standing in the church, not laying in a coffin in the church. Isn't that something? There are so many places in your life that God is talking to you right now, this program being one of them. We have so much to be grateful for. God loves you. He loves you more than you will ever know. He's proven that to you over and over again. So now we're going to do two things. I want you first, well, not first, I'm going to pray for you, but when the show is over tonight, I'm going to tell you what my needs are. And I want you to write down your needs. If you feel like writing mine down, go ahead. My needs this week are to take care of all my obligations so that I can be a reflection of what a decent, honorable man is to all the people that are either employed by me, the people that so graciously support what I do, or the people that are creating opportunities to, for millions of people to benefit from what I do. Let's make that happen. The other thing I want you to pray for is those that I love, and that definitely includes you. And I want you to pray that God give me favor and wisdom in all my contractual negotiations so that I can have the ability to be a blessing to millions of people, one person at a time. That's what I want you to pray for for me. Now I'm going to pray for you. And once I finish this prayer, stay on air. I told you we're going to go a little long, and we're going to finish this with a song by, again, my dear friend, Mr. Brian Courtney Wilson, a song that I always uh, love to play doing programs like this. But right now I'm going to pray for you. So if you're with somebody, touch their hand. If there's somebody that's overseas serving, and, and all my friends over in the Middle East, I'm praying for you, especially those of you in Syria and Damascus. I'm praying that none of those bombs hit your homes and that you're safe and all those that you love are safe. And I'm praying for all of these troops that are trying to fight these misguided people on both sides, on the side of the American government and their allies, as well as those that are oh, we're fighting over something stupid, just to be honest. On both sides, we're just tripping. But now... Touch your friend, your child, even your little overweight dog or whatever. Put your hand on your heart. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father in heaven, we come to you individually and collectively repenting for all these silly things that we say, do, and think 
And we ask that you forgive us individually and collectively, for you said there will be no gifts without repentance. Your word says that if your people who are called by your name would humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from their wicked ways, that we could have intercession through the Holy Spirit and you would hear from the Holy Spirit in heaven. You would forgive our sins and heal us. And wherever it is, we're broken. Father, those of us that need a physical healing, suffering from diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, from a broken heart, Father, I pray that you heal us. Fill these voids. For those of us that need favor to get a contract awarded, to get a job, to have a hearing go well in a courtroom, to get into school, to get a promotion, to get a raise. Father, I ask that you let these things go in our favor right now. Father, for some of us, we just want to pay our bills and feed our family. We got rent coming up this month. Some of us have just rented a house. Others have rent for an office building. or Others, we have to pay for a child's housing at school a tuition fee so a child won't get dropped from their classes, or we are the person that doesn't want to get dropped from our classes. Father, I ask that you speed that paperwork up right now. Father, some of us need a car. Some of us just need transportation. Some of us need a plane ticket and the money to eat and stay in a hotel because we'd have to go take care of business out of town. Father, some of us have a parent that is not well, and we can't get to them, so send angels to watch over them. Father, some of us are just crazy for less of a reason, so help us gain control of our feelings and our thoughts. Father, some of us are lonely. Prepare us so that when the right person comes our way, we won't run them off too. And Father, some of us are having bad relationships with people that we love dearly. I ask that right now, God, touch their hearts and those of the person that's in this situation, the listener. If whoever's listening to this show right now, Father, you put them on this program right now. And whoever's touching their heart, heal that heart, Father, and open it up. And open up that crown chakra and that third eye chakra so that they can see things as you see them and hear things as you hear them. And let them hear your voice. Father, let them hear your voice and the laughter of children. Every time they hear a bird chirp, let remind them that it's you. Every time they can see, even if they can't see physically, let them see with that third eye and let them see in their mind's eye. Father, every one of us is just one idea away from being successful and having that moment. Father, I ask that you bring that moment right now. Your word says that anywhere two or more are gathered in your name. And right now, Father, it's a heck of a lot more than two people listening to this and praying right now. So let everyone that is hearing my voice, let them right now, Father, receive the full measure of your blessing. For your word says if your people would just ask anything in your name that you would do it, your word says, Father, that you answered the prayer while we were yet praying. Your word says that if you be for us, what can be against us? Your word says what you have blessed cannot be cursed. Father, make these 
listeners as well as mine. Make our enemies our footstools and our stepping stones. As we humble ourselves, let us love other people the way that you love us. And Father, more than anything else, for those that need resources, whatever they may be, for some it's just water, others it's shelter, for others it's money to pay bills. Bless with abundance, not just enough to meet the need, Father, just like the two fish, five loaves thing. Let them have so much left over that they can pay the bills again and again for the next several months off of the blessing. And, Father, don't let that blessing come next week, next month. If it is your will and if it's not your will, I ask for favor that you, within the next 24 to 48 hours, pour out a blessing that we otherwise would not be able to receive. For your word says, what is loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven, and what is bound in heaven will be bound on earth. And that anything we ask in your son's name, that we ask believing and seeking your face is done, is done. Now, that prayer that we just prayed, if you believe it, you will receive it. And you're going to receive that sooner than later. So a couple of things I want you to do. Make sure if you're listening via blog radio that you push the follow button, and it'll say log in using Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Do that. (laughs) We need to count these numbers. Second thing, tell your friends about it because this show is recorded. You can listen to it over and over and over again. It will be uh, available for you to hear within the next, I'm going to say within the next few minutes. And the other thing that I want you to hear is this song by my dear friend, Mr. Brian Courtney Wilson. Don't cut your, don't, don't cut off. We're going to play this. And when the, when the song is over, the show is over, but I want you to know something. I love you madly. And God loves you too. You are going to have an awesome week. So don't cut us off. Check this out. Pray for me and I'll be praying for you. Hey 
Hallelujah. 